What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives and Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, my business partner, The Wolf, in his brand new studio. Shit. This is gangster, right? This is cool. (laughs) Guys, all right. On Wednesday, what we do on the podcast is we bring our students on the podcast and we give them an opportunity to ask us basically anything. We're here to serve you guys. So if you're in the Change Eyes Academy and you're not taking advantage, yo, Wednesday, podcast, 10 a.m., fucking be there so we can change your life. All right. First person up, we've got Simone Ramp. What's going on, Simone? How can we even call serve you today? Hi. Hi. So I want to preface this with saying I don't want to complain. I just want to kind of explain the situation. So I feel like every month I'm telling myself this is going to be the best month. This is going to be better than last month. This is going to be better than last month. And then it's not like it. And I kind of know why I've been doing a lot of mindset work on my own. I hired an EFT practitioner and I'm doing that weekly and it's helping me like knowing why it's happening, but I still feel like that I'm always in for the participation trophy and not for the win. And I just don't really know how to get out of the self-sabotaging. Oh, this is going to be a good fucking episode. Let's dive a little bit deeper in that. So you told me that you always say to yourself that this is going to be the best month. And then it always not ends up not happening. I want to know tactically, like, let's talk tactics. Now we got mindset. Let's talk tactics. Like, what are you doing on a consistent and regular basis? And I'm not talking about like what you want to do, but like, what are you actually doing on a regular basis for your social media posting schedule for your DMS and upgrading your content on a regular basis? Yeah. So I've been mostly doing TikToks because that's the platform that works well for me. I've been getting better at Instagram as well. So I've been posting at least one reel a day, sometimes two. TikToks have been three times a day and I've been getting some really good feedback from Cole that I'm just out here implementing. That's why I'm in outside. And yeah, so DMs, I've mostly been doing, my CTAs have been really good on TikTok the last few weeks. This one this week hasn't been good. So that's what I've been doing for my DMs because I've been in DMs with a lot of people all day from my CTA. So that's basically what I've been doing now. Yeah, 100%. The next question I want to ask you, because you said it, me and Brian didn't, you said I've been in it for participation trophy, not fucking the first place trophy. So where's the disconnect? And why do you feel like you've been only playing for that fucking participation trophy? What does that mean? So I know that I'm self-sabotaging because like when it's not going well for me, then I'm showing up. But if it's going good, then I'm not showing up. And I've been- When you say say not showing up, what the fuck does that mean? I'm not showing up as- I, you know, I could, I'm still posting, but I'm not posting as intentionally. I'm not showing, I'm not raising my hand in content audits or on my pod chats like this. Yeah. First of all, I want to give you some props because it takes courage to speak up and know that you're going to get feedback. So that's the first thing I want to say. Second, and I'm going to ask you a challenging question, but it's, I think it's going to help. Do you view yourself as a winner or do you view yourself as a loser? Be honest. As a loser. That's why you're not fucking growing. Why do you think that? Mm-hmm. I think that's just because, and you know, that's a stupid excuse, but that's just how I've been growing up. Like, and I say participation trophy because that's like in school for everything. I always got 
in sports and everything, I always got participation trophies. So that's why that came to my mind. And yeah, I think. So I was just going to say first thing, because I know Brian wants to go in here, but this is something that all of you guys need to hear, whether you're on the recording, whether you're on a live stream, whether you guys are here in the class alongside Simone, there's no stupid fucking excuse with this. It's just, it's how you think. Yes. All right. Like it's, this is something that needs to be rewired. It's a stupid excuse if you're like, I can't get out of bed because I'm tired. That's a fucking dumbass excuse. Wake the fuck up and go do your work. Like that's dumb. But being like, I don't understand how to view it any other way. That's not a dumb excuse. It's just how you're wired. And we need to take action to move towards changing it. So that's number one. Give yourself a little bit of credit. You're here. You're asking questions. You're showing up to content audits. You've been there the last two weeks in a row. You're asking what you need to change. Now you're asking the other question that you need to dive into. That's number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to jump in and say like, okay, so first things first, is any of y'all mother truckers that are tuning in right now need to understand, and especially you, Simone, right now, that there is no such thing as, it's so hard for us to admit like our faults, because here's the fucked up thing about your mind, right? So it's like, not only do you view yourself as a loser, but you're also judging yourself for feeling like a loser. So you're in this like negative thought loop. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. here for me is like, when we can say things out loud without feeling them in our body. Does that make sense? And so if I say the affirmation, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful every single day, but in my head, I'm like, I'm a fucking ugly troll. Like that is what's going to come out in everything that I do. And so it's not what we say with our mouth. It's what we think in our minds and it's what we feel in our hearts. So the reason I asked you that question is because I need you to understand, Simone, that the only reason you view yourself as a loser is because your entire life, that's what you were programmed as. Yep. You got the participation trophy. You got the things. And like you said it, not me. And so I resonate with that, Simone, because I actually met with my mentor last night. His name's Johannes Van Lienen. He's super cool. Up until I met Johannes, I felt like a fucking loser. And so that's why I can see it. Up until I met that man, 17 years old, like trailer park to trailer park, you know, always pick last for sports. We were good enough to play football, but we were never good enough to win the city. Like that's the dude that I was. I was always just in the game, but I was never the fucking guy. And it wasn't until I met Johannes that he was like, he gave me permission to be a winner. You have like, Simone, you got to get like pissed off for greatness. Like you have to get like fucking fed up with not being number one. And that means that like, you have to start viewing yourself and like seeing yourself and like visualizing yourself, like claiming whatever income goal that you claim and actually seeing it in your fucking mind so clear that you can like taste it. And you're practicing, like, just like imagining what it's going to be like. What's your highest ever month? 4.2. So you're practicing and you're imagining and you're thinking about $5,500 in your PayPal and your Stripe. And you're imagining how good it's going to feel to come on this fucking podcast and tell me and Cole. And you're thinking about what you're going to do with all that money. And you're literally like imagining yourself rolling around at $5,500 cash. And you get like, get this idea in your mind and see it so clearly that it, you literally start to get like hungry for it. And as you start to like see it more and then you start to work towards it, you'll get more hunger and more desire and more intensity. And like, that's how you're going to overcome this. You can say things with your mouth without feeling them in your heart. And if yep. you say it with your mouth without feeling it in your heart, you're not going to manifest it. hundred percent. And it's something that's going to take a little bit of fucking time because right now, guys, when it comes down to self-sabotage, usually the reason why people self-sabotage is because they're scared of the outcome that they're facing, that they can't actually achieve. All right. That's what's happening. You guys start to see a little bit of fucking success. You start to see some momentum and then you self-sabotage because you're terrified about actually becoming the person that you're about to become. 
all right, based off of the fucking self-limiting beliefs that you've always dealt with, you know the answer on how to fix it. It's something that we teach you every day. It's doing the fucking routines. It's doing the boring shit that none of you guys actually want to fucking do, all right, that we have to continuously repeat about the morning routines, the affirmations, the gratefuls, and fucking everything else. That's how you do it, but it's about consistently doing no matter what without fucking faulting ever. And again, like Brian said, I want to hone in on that. I want to touch on that. It's about getting pissed, like actually pissed, looking yourself in the mirror and being like, I'm not fucking second place. I see success now. Brian sees success now because we refuse to be second to fucking anybody, period. And if we see you doing better than us, you better fucking believe that we're about to fucking figure out how to pass you. That's just how it is. That's why when we went to a fucking event with Bedros Cooley and, and Wes Watson, we commanded presence out of the whole fucking room. We walked in and we started fucking howling and pounding the fucking desks and yelling and asking questions because we just refused to be fucking quiet. We want to be those motherfuckers. And if you want to step out of this current cycle you're fucking in of a little bit of success and then falling back and a little bit of success and then just accepting second fucking place, then you need to dive all in, period. All right, keep looking yourself in the fucking mirror and telling yourself, I am a fucking nobody. Who gives a shit if you saw a little bit of success? You're a nobody, all right? And the only way to solve the nobody thing is by being relentless, never giving up on what the fuck you want to achieve. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why it's so important. The whole thing I'm talking about, like being able to see yourself with $5,000, like visualize it, picture it, imagine it. I'm going to tell you why it's so important because the way that our mind works, our mind works in pictures. And so Simone, the only pictures you have in your mind are right now of you being a loser. Second place. Second place, participation, participation trophies. And so as you start to see success, your mind kicks in and wants to give you the pictures that you keep thinking about, Yep. which are like, I'm a loser. I'm participation trophies. I don't deserve this. And so that's why you only show up when you're fucking like failing or not doing as good as you want to, because you're like, this is where I need to be. I'm a loser. I, I self-sabotage. Right? And then you I get that taste of money and your body's like, oh, we did it. We're settling for this fucking bullshit trophy. We got the participation trophy that we're hunting for. Let's take a fucking break. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, no, wait. And then it'll like dip enough where you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Then you're like, okay, I'm going to get back into like playing the game. And you play the game. But it's like, I know you're better than that. And you know you're better than that because there's something inside of you that's like, I'm fucking done. I'm done with it. I'm done with participation trophies. Fuck participation trophies. I am the motherfucking one. And then you just write down $5,500 cash. And you put it all over your fucking house and you stare at it every single day and you get like fucking delusionally obsessed and you just make it happen because it's like, once you get to a certain level and you're at that level, Simone, like, you know, the content, you know, the fucking posting, you know, all the shit. It's like, this is the only thing holding you back your mind. Yep. Now let's go deeper. Let's go deeper for a minute. All right. Not only do we want to see a photo in the Academy, $5,500 pasted everywhere because we need something to chase. All right. Without something to chase, you get complacent. You start to slack the fuck off. This happens. Let's go deeper. All right. Why do you want 5,500? Why do you want 10 grand? Why do you want more money? Why the fuck are you here in the first place? Because without an actual um, purpose, a reason, you're going to continue to yeah. get complacent because all you're doing is chasing money. You hit 4,200, you got complacent. $4,200 is what, more money than some people make in three fucking months. You feel me? Yeah. So why are you here? I want for stability. Stability. Like all I've known, all I've known ever was just instability and like moving from one place to one place. And I have a partner now that where it's the same situation, whereas I've been growing up, just not, not my mom breaking up with people, but 
my life now and it's tough and I haven't gone to with him to Canada because I wanted to be by myself and like really grind and do it and now I've had that opportunity and I feel like I have failed because I haven't gone to that, you know, income goal that would give us a little bit of stability, like choosing where we live, not having to live in a shitty apartment that his team gives us, not having a say in anything about what we do. Can I jump in? Yeah. You just told me everything you don't want. And that's why you're getting more. And so like this two millimeter shift is going to change your fucking life. It is. We need to get crystal clear. So... When it comes down to what you want to achieve, like Brian said, because you guys might have just missed it. He just said, you just told us everything you don't want. When you ask me, Simone, Cole, what do you want? Like, what do you want to achieve? Right? Why are you here, et cetera? I'm very clear. I want to be remembered forever. And I want to impact a million people a fucking day. I want my kid and Julia to never think about money ever again. I want to give them everything. I want everything. There's never enough. Caitlin Wilson asked me this when we were in fucking LA. When will you be happy? How much money is enough? How much impact is enough? I said, all of it. That, that's it. Literally all of it. I said everything I wanted because that's what I'm chasing. I'm not running away. I'm chasing. You need to get clear on what you are chasing. And then once you get that fucking goal, everything that you want to achieve, why you're showing up on a deep basis, the stability. Okay, cool. The impact, the fucking money, the changes you can give your family, whatever that is, that needs to become the fucking main focus. And then every time you get complacent, you look at that thing. Here's is the- this going to get me that? Mm. You feel me? Here's why. Right? Here's why. And I know we're spending a lot of time on you, Simone. So it's because we care and we want you Buckle to fucking win. Buckle the we fuck in. Win. This is why. Because thinking about all the things you don't want, and you're like thinking about all the things that you have that you don't like, and all the like the situations that you're like put in that like are causing you to struggle, and you keep thinking about it and like ruminating on it, that is bringing more of it. And the reason you keep doing that is because you view yourself right now as a loser. Yep. And Simone, this moment, in this fucking moment, like right now, you can make the decision that you're a fucking winner. Yep. This moment, I'm a motherfucking winner. And then what you do, winners achieve goals. So then you just make the decision. I'm going to start achieving my fucking goals. And these are my fucking goals. I want to be able to have stability so that me and my man can live wherever the fuck we want. I want to be able to be a winner. I want to claim victory because every single goal that I set for myself, I fucking crush. Yep. I'm intentional as fuck every single day so I can show up and I can impact one person's life so that more people want to work with me because I'm over delivering and I'm changing people's lives for free. Yep. You feel me? You are a winner. I want you to say it with me. I'm going to say it. Then you're going to say it. I'm a fucking winner. I'm a fucking winner. No, no, you're in the front. No, fuck that. You're in the forest. Stand up. You can go way louder than that. Stand up. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. You got to feel the shit in your fucking body. (laughs) At the top of your lungs, as loud as you can, louder than you've ever screamed in your fucking life. I'm going to say it, then you're going to say it. I'm a fucking winner. I'm a fucking winner. They cut out the audio on the phone too. One more. Three, two, one. I'm a fucking winner. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, it's very important. You got to speak this shit into existence. Sam Volson came to the event. Was struggling with worthiness. Guess what I made her do for fucking a week straight? Go outside in the morning on her balcony and scream, I am worthy five times. There are videos of literally outside fucking doing it. And there's like fucking people and shit looking around like neighbors, uncomfortable type shit. You got to speak it into existence. Step into that fucking power. Yo, you know what I just realized? I realized that that's fucking Simone's homework for the entire month of fucking July. We want videos in the academy too. Every single day in the academy, 
I want you to post a video yelling at the top of your fucking lungs. I'm a, I'm a fucking winner because we need to change. And also, you better be at my fucking 7 a.m. call so I can wake your ass up every day. All right. Every single day. All right. It's time to rise up and remember who the fuck you are. You know, your past conditioning has told you that you're a loser because you keep getting participation trophies. But the universe didn't give you unlimited power to be second place. Yep. Gave you unlimited power to be a fucking winner. Step into it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That really helped. Got you, girl. You got this shit. I know who the fuck you are. You know who you are, too. That's why this resonates. Because we're speaking to you, not your limitations, not your limiting beliefs. Speaking to unlimited, Simone. That's who the fuck we're talking to. Let's fucking go. Awesome. Thanks. You feel good? Feeling much better, yeah. Do we have your commitment in front of fucking 30 people, 20 people, 20 people, yes. 30 people. Say, I commit to posting a video every fucking day in the academy screaming, I'm a winner. I commit to posting a video every fucking day in the academy screaming, I'm a winner. Yeah. There we go. Let's see it. Good shit. I'm proud of you for coming up. Good fucking shit. Thank Show you. Me. Thank you. Let's go. I love it. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I like it. Simone, you are awesome. We're going to move on to Matt Butali. King, what is up, fam? What's happening? It's your returning champion. What's up, guys? What's good, <laughs> How are you? Yeah, yeah. No, I just started to use that for my podcast intro, and I feel it. Honestly, just a segue off of Simone there, that was actually really good. If you're still listening, when I was, so the last Nationals I did, when I played second, I felt that 100%. Yeah. I'm like not worthy. I'm going to lose. I'm coming to lose type of thing. And it was one of the podcasts I can't remember that you dropped. And it was literally just shouting it out, saying it, saying the thing and believing it. I would do it every time during cardio when I listen to your podcast. And like I noticed the shift, you know, within myself and within my business. And that helped a lot. Anybody that's listening to this, whether it's on YouTube or now, this shit is fucking real. Like it sounds so weird. Like just to, I'm the fucking, you know what I mean? On the outside looking in, but this is real. Just diving into this. I don't really have much of a question today. I just want to do a little bit to like give value to anybody else that's watching this, man. And so the last time I was on, you know, I sort of broke down. You guys, you know, opened it up for me. And I noticed extra things started happening too, like more bad shit. But the weird thing was, I was actually so glad when shit started getting worse. Like WSIB started fucking crushing my dad. They're not giving him anything now, right? And now his arm is feeling worse. My lawyer called me yesterday about some other crap from last year and it's bad news, but I'm so fucking excited now. And it's weird. It's actually weird. So anybody listening to this is fucking real. All right. Thank you guys for the flame. Thank you for the Rise podcast. My guys, that's all I have to say. Just thank you, period. Yeah! Yo, that's it. That's it. I want to talk a little bit for a second because guys, me, every adversity brings the seed of equal or greater opportunity. And I think that a lot of you guys, I talked about this on, you know, Rise Livestream. And you guys don't, don't know what Rise Livestream is. Yeah, I want you guys to learn really fast. Learn what Rise Livestream is in the Change Lives Academy. Happens at 7 a.m. PST every single day. We talked about this. Every adversity brings a seed of equal or greater opportunity. But the thing is, most people, when adversity strikes, they're like, oh, man, this is another thing happened. <laughs> fucking another thing. My fucking, uh, this lawyer just called me. Oh, man, I got a car dent. Oh man, like this client dropped off. Oh yep. shit, this guy didn't fucking, yep. this guy didn't get back to me. Yep. What? They didn't, I did a CTA. I did a CTA and they replied and they're not DMing me back. Guys, you got to view these as like opportunities to grow. You know, Matt Butali has done that. And that's why it's like when adversity strikes, he's like, bring it motherfucker. How you choose to see every situation is going to determine how far you go in life, period. All right. And way too many of you guys choose to see most situations in a negative fucking light. And it's why you haven't been able to succeed. It's why you haven't been able to grow. It's why you haven't been able to change your situation. 
you need to switch up the fucking way you look at shit. It's like this simple saying, you don't have to do anything you get to, all right? You don't have to go to the fucking gym. You don't have to wake up and grind on your business. You don't have to wake up when your alarm gets off. You don't have to put the work in to be the best at whatever the fuck you do. You yeah. don't have to do podcasts. You don't have to do content. You don't have to fucking be here. You get to. There's people who would die to do what the fuck you're doing every goddamn day. So show the fuck up. Step in your fucking power already. What the fuck are we complaining for? Yeah. Bitching about a little bit of adversity. There's people who have to walk miles to get water on a daily basis. And you're complaining that you're struggling with a little bit of bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Put the goddamn work in. Step into it. You all have the power to achieve literally 10 times more success than you were seeing right now. Boom. Period. Guys, if me and Cole haven't proven that already with like the way that we're living our life, we live, Cole and I got on a Zoom call with Phil Heath, seven-time Mr. Olympia champion. And when Phil and I and Cole were talking on the phone, he literally said to us when we were talking about like him coming to the event to speak at the PT Nomination All Access Experience. Yep. He was like, when I met you guys, He's like, I went to Bedros afterwards. And he's like, man, if it was a few years ago, you know, I would have invited those guys out for, you know, a workout and then a post-workout meal. He's like, you were the two people that stood out to me the most. Then he went and spoke to his wife about us too. Like, what the fuck? Guys, we're just regular dudes, regular motherfuckers yeah. that just decided to be irregular. Yeah. We decided to be an anomaly. We decided to be audacious enough to go after the shit that we want. And all of you guys want the same like that we have because otherwise you wouldn't even try to be a fucking online coach. You wouldn't the, be here. The reason you listen to this podcast is there's a part of you that's like, I want freedom. I want to make more money. I want to change more people's lives. I want to have an impact. I don't want to work for somebody else for my fucking whole life. You guys feel that, but then they're also, you also have all this baggage inside of your head that's like your whole life, everything that fucking went wrong, you complained to your fucking mom about it. And she was like, it's okay, right? And now you have this like victim fucking mentality and you think everybody's just gonna pat you on the back every time something doesn't go your way. Like, yep. you gotta develop fucking thick skin, fam. Wake the fuck up and realize that it's your responsibility to change your situation no matter what the fuck you're going through. And it's gonna take time and it's gonna be fucking horrible. And sometimes it's gonna suck and it's gonna be exhausting. You're gonna wanna quit and you're gonna wanna fucking tell your family about it who's just gonna pat you on the back and tell you it's okay to fucking quit. But then you need to realign yourself of why the fuck you started in the first place. Nah. There's a reason why you put the cleats on. There's a reason why you woke up in the morning. There's a reason why you bought the gym membership. There's a reason why you're on this podcast right now. So step the fuck into it. Let's go. Boom. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Next up, Aaron Stevenson. What's good, King? What's good, fam? How you doing, Doc? good, and your advice last week was awesome. It's been great. Tell me about it. Tell me what we told you last week and tell me what you did with it. Told me to just add simple DM me for increase in my TikTok and my Instagram bio, and I've already had people reaching out because of it. Look at that. My fucking man implementing. How can we serve you today, bro? Good job. Today, I had a question for y'all about your addiction in the past and how you guys overcame it, like some of the top things that you guys did to overcome it, and then how you didn't let setbacks in the future affect you and ultimately your business. I love that this guy just shows up with good questions. That's a deep right. one. It's <laughs> a deep question. Do you want me to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'll hit it. So when we're bringing up the addiction itself, so 
for everybody who does not know, if you're listening right now, I used to be addicted to Percocet. So it started because I was an iron worker and being in working as an iron worker, guys, you're consistently having to grab steel, manipulate steel, banging sledgehammers around, utilizing impacts. So when I was like 22 years old, my hands and my forearms got really fucked up. And it actually, I'm having to start to take breaks right now because we've been training so hard that I get like a flare up in basically like carpal tunnel, for lack of a better term, in my fucking forearms to the point where it's very hard for me to like tighten my hands up. It started to happen when I was an iron worker and it got so excruciatingly painful that I could not fucking work. I was waking up at 22 years old. My fucking hands were like this. I like couldn't do anything. My sister would have to like help me fucking work my forearms out and like open my hands for me so I could go fucking work at 22. Went to a couple doctors. They just kept telling me to get ibuprofen, like Advil, basically told me to go fuck myself. So I put it upon myself to figure out something else. So I found perks. All right, a couple of my friends were taking them just basically for fun. I realized that they knocked out the pain. Very quickly, I was taking around four to seven a day between chewing them up, sniffing them, eating them, whatever the case may be while working. Now, fast forward through that. How did I get through it? All right. What made me quit? Well, what ended up happening is I got so intense in a fucking perks that I was taking them all the fucking time. But there was the underlining feeling of like, you're a fucking loser. You're fucking nothing. You're going to be fucking nothing. You came out here for a reason because I moved from Thunder Bay to Calgary to get away from that fucking life. Then I fell back into it. So there was that feeling underneath. And anybody who has struggled with any sense of addiction, not like crazy shit. I just mean any sense knows exactly what I'm talking about. You're doing it and you feel amazing while you're doing it. But then in the midst of not doing it or coming down, you feel like dog shit. You feel like a fucking loser in every aspect of the world. And I felt that. All right. And it wasn't until I went out with my friends and I pop, was popping perks like I always usually do, no matter what, no matter what. And I got a little bit too drunk and I blacked out and I blacked out and I didn't remember anything. I woke up the next day and I had that overwhelming sense of like panic. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. What happened? Like, did I embarrass myself? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then my friend was like, yo, you should have saw yourself last night. Like, look, and he showed me a video and I heard the way I was speaking. I saw the way I was acting. And as soon as I saw that, I was disgusted. Like even speaking about it right now, like it actually triggers me like on a deeper level. Now, did I switch right away after that? No, it took me a little bit of like telling myself I could change because I didn't think I could get out of that. But then once I made the decision, I just dropped perks like that. I went through the pill sickness. My legs were aching like crazy, dealing with the fucking night sweats, going through the fucking pain. And I just started to slowly work on my fitness, slowly work on my fucking self through this fucking transition. And the biggest thing for me was attaching pain to the thing that I wanted to change. And I realized this recently, I wasn't able to put it into words, but a big reason why a lot of people can't get out of the addiction or can't get out of this current situation that they're in is they don't attach pain to it. My pain was the disgust, the embarrassment, the loss, the failure of being the person I never wanted to become. I got out of Thunder Bay because in Thunder Bay, I knew I was going to be nothing. And then I came to Calgary and I became nothing. I become, I became what the fuck I didn't want to become. So I attached that pain, the embarrassment the fucking disgust of hearing myself like that to never going back to it again. And that's why it was easy for me to quit cold turkey. That's why it was easy for me to switch my life and start diving into fucking fitness. Because every time I thought about doing perks again, I thought about that moment. I thought about waking up and literally feeling like an empty shell of a human being at 22 years old, wanting to take a knife and stick it in my fucking throat. We literally did not want to fucking be here. Like that's what helped me shift was attaching pain to the thing that was holding me back and that was stopping me from being there, which forced me into the position of changing my life, if that makes sense. Hmm. It's so funny because it's like I had the complete opposite approach, but I think that's why 
we like work so well together. So I think that there's only two, there's two base root emotions. You're either in fear or you're in love. It's like, those are the two things. It's fear or love. Everything else is just like byproducts of those two emotions. Anxiety is fear. You know, frustration is fear. You know, caring is love. You know, joy is love. It's like fear or love. So for me, I was, I was a loser. You know, I was stealing money from my grandma's purse to pay for fucking drugs. I was filling up bottles behind the bars that I worked at so that I could make more money so that I could buy more drugs. I was working at nightclubs. I'd get my pay from the nightclub. Like I'd get my $400 or whatever. I'd go directly to my drug dealer's house. I'd pick up more drugs and I would do them. That was who I was. And I didn't like realize how fast my life was actually like crumbling around me because I was like, when you're an addict, it's just like, it's just happening. You don't really like notice that it's happening. It just happens. And then people around you, like my friends and my family started being like, dude, like even my friends that I was partying with, they're like, you're going a little bit too hard, man. And I was like, fuck that. I got this shit. Fuck you. Yeah. And it was like, I would get angry. I'd like defend myself. I would like defend my addiction. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was, I'd been fired from my first job, which was, I was working downtown at the roadhouse. I was fired from my second job, which was standard for filling up bottles and dealing drugs behind the bar, which I was a drug dealer, but I actually just did all the drugs that I was trying to deal. And then the third job, I was working at a place called Black Betty and manager was actually my friend. He pulled me in the back office and he was like, dude, you put me in a really shitty situation. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I know you're fucked up right now. He's like, I also saw you filling up bottles behind the bar and I saw you doing drugs. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you're my boy. He's like, I gave you this job. He's like, do you want to walk out yourself or do you want me to score you over security? I was like, I'll just leave myself. So I left and I called my girlfriend at the time who was just as much of an addict as I was. And I was like, hey, like I just got like fired from Betty, blah, blah, blah. Like she, as an addict said to me, she's like, dude, like you need to get your fucking shit together. Like you're fucked. And like, I knew how negative of a spot she was in and for her to say that I was fucked, I was like, oh shit. So I remember I like went back to my grandma's house that night and she didn't want to see me. So I went back to my grandma's house and I like came into my grandma's house. It was like three o'clock in the morning. My grandma was just sitting there three o'clock in the morning, just like on her rocking chair, just waiting for me. And I like walked in and I just like realized that this, like, I'm getting emotional. I realized that she was waiting for me and I'd been out all night. So I saw her and I just burst into tears because I was like, holy fuck. You know, and I remember collapsing on the couch and... I was just crying and she didn't even ask me what was wrong. She didn't like ask me like, you know, like what had happened. She just went to her room. She grabbed the Bible. She like held my hand and then she cried with me as she was like reading the Bible. She didn't even ask, ask me what was wrong. And so for me, it was like in that moment when I woke up the next day, I think that was when something inside of me like shifted and I was like, I need to fucking change. Yeah. And so the next day I like try to look for uh, jobs obviously nobody no restaurants would hire me at this point because I was still an addict and I knew I'm like I can't go back to work at a bar because like working at a bar is triggering me to do the shit and so I think step number one is to remove yourself from all environments where you're triggered to do the thing so if you're a fucking porn addict then get rid of your fucking computer you know like find a way to like get rid of the thing that's triggering you to do the thing so I got a job as a cleaner at a summer camp and I started going for runs but even when I would go for runs like all I could smell was the drugs that I'd done for the last few months because I'd just been doing them for so long yep And I remember how much pain it was I had to go through, like going through those fucking runs and just like, I could barely breathe. Like I would go like a hundred meters and I like collapse. And the only thing that got me through, because I hated myself at that point, the only thing that made me keep going was I was like, my grandma loves me and she sees me as this like amazing man. So I'm going to dedicate overcoming this addiction to her. So it was like unconditional love that got me through. 100%. And I feel like if you guys look at our fucking journeys, 
even though me and Brian have been through a lot of shit, like we had different things fucking hitting us. Like that grandma story fucking always makes me emotional too. Cause I'm like, I'm super close to my grandma, but I'm like, when I came here, I had nobody. So I'm like, I looked internally on like a deep level. I'm like, Brian had the triggering moment because his grandma held him. And it was like, it is that internal shift. I feel like there's always this shift in you. Cause like, it's not like, okay, I'm going to choose to change. It's not, it doesn't fucking happen like that. Or at least it didn't happen like that for me. It was literally seeing that video and having that shift. It was like something literally went inside me. Like you flip the fucking page of the book or like the clock ticked one more tick. It was like the literal shift. I felt it in my soul of like, oh, I don't want to fucking be this dude anymore. Mm. I don't want to be the guy who's walking, driving machinery, guys. I'm not proud of this. Like I'm talking about thousands of pounds of steel. I'm swinging through the air, fucked up on five to six perks, sniffing them off the steel beam with a hundred pills in my pocket walking around. I could have killed people. I could have killed myself, but it's just, you don't see it until that shift happens. And that internal shift that he just told you about, and that I told you about, it's, it's, it's like, in, it's such an internal feeling. It's hard to even put into words. Mm. Like, it's just a, it's a weird fucking soul change that happens. And then you just want to change. And if, whether you're an addict for six months or fucking 10 years, like it's hard to get to that point. But once you get to that point, like I honestly attribute all of my success to that fucking addiction. Same. Because that shift happened. And then I just use the same fucking addictive personality to fucking do everything else I do. That makes sense. Yeah. That was deep. Honestly, don't know what to say, but it definitely gave me the perspective that I needed. So I appreciate you guys being open about that stuff. Always. I always comes with fucking. I was gonna say you're like that was questions. deep. I'm like you're fucking asking us the deep shit, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I, I want, I want to hear it. I gotta hear it. Hell yeah! Thank you for coming up, bro. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Is there anything that you're trying to give up? Yeah. What is it? It's porn. That a fucking man. Congratulations on being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've told more than two people that, so not a lot of people know. But it's okay. I need it off my chest, anyways. Bro, the the best fucking thing that you can do for yourself is accountability. Yep. Mm-hmm. How much and I know that. No, 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 don't, 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 don't run from this. This is a beautiful moment. All right. How much do you love being in this coaching program? It's been great. I've actually loved it. You know, I've, any other like type of personal trainer that has talked to me like, Hey, I want to do what you're doing. I'd say, yo, join Brian's program. Cause it's how, how much does it mean to you to be in this group? A lot. I just get a lot of value when it comes to just even systems and stuff. Not even systems, but let's talk about your fucking mind. How much more clear does your mind think as a result of being in this community? I don't know if I necessarily attribute mindset to the community, at least myself. Cool. Here's what I want you to do. All right. Do you resonate more with Cole's story or my story? Pain or love? I think Cole's. Cool. You need to get clear on exactly what it is that like, like an image that like feels fucking painful for you to see. And then that's the motherfucking image that you keep in your mind when you want to go back to the thing. So Mm -hmm. the question do you want to be that person? No, not at all. So then that's it, right? Because that was the the thought that kept playing a repeat. I'm like, do I want to be the man that's known as the embarrassment on the phone once he gets hammered? Do I want to be the known as the man who's the embarrassment of the fucking party? Do I want to be known as the man who can't control his emotions, control his actions, control what the fuck is happening? Or do I want to be known as the man who commands respect and fucking empowers individuals on a daily basis? I had to make the shift. And it was painful as fuck to realize, but I'm like, once I made that shift, everything started to change. You need to attach that pain Mm -hmm. and then clear your vices. Dude, I didn't do it the right way. 
Yeah, I don't tell anybody to do like try to break addiction the way that I did. I went cold turkey, cut out everything, blocked everyone, dropped all numbers, deleted everyone out of my fucking phone, and then literally just sat in my fucking house alone for six months. No one. That's how we would do things though, too. Then dive and do it. it. Can I fucking go in on this? Yeah. Dude, first of all, I want to fucking congratulate you on being as vulnerable as you just were on this podcast because you have more courage than 99% of people that struggle with the same thing. Yep. And I fucking know for a fact it's like a one in four thing. Yep. So like you, Aaron, you're a fucking king. So give yourself credit for that. All right. Now I'm also going to go in on this. Every single time you open up your computer, because dude, here's the thing about an addict's brain, because I understand an addict's brain. Every single time you open up your computer, your fucking brain goes, oh, man, 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 you know, maybe we should do the thing. What you need to do is every single time you're like, you're going to type in the website, be like, do I want to be that fucking guy? Yeah. And I've actually put blackers on all my stuff now, so I can't even get, get to anything even if I wanted to. Good. And now like, let's put fucking reminders all over your fucking house. Yep. Do I want to be that fucking guy? That's all you need to write. You'll know what you're talking about. You know exactly. You're, as soon as you see that fucking note, you're going to think about mine and Cole's face looking at you in the fucking eyeballs. Yep. Bro, this is the unlock, man. Yeah. This is your fucking unlock. You just unlocked a new level. You know what the the lowest vibration is? Shame and guilt. So let's start being a man that you're proud of. Let's start executing and acting towards being the man that you are like, you are confident in. A man that you can look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm that fucking guy. Mm -hmm. I got this shit. Want everyone, if you're fucking... One of the sayings that deeply, deeply changed my life. I want everyone to write this down and I want you to say it back to me, Aaron. If you do not master yourself, you will be mastered by self. If you do not master yourself, you'll be mastered by self. You know what that means? It's everything starts with from within. Yeah. If you don't master your fucking tendencies, your character, your, your triggers, your impulses, then your impulses, your triggers, your tendencies will master you and you will just be a victim of circumstance. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got this shit, bro. Now it's about discipline. Now it's about character. Now it's about asking yourself, what kind of motherfucker do I want to be? Yes. I'm just letting it all sink in. Good. But I appreciate you guys. Well, I appreciate awesome. you coming up and being vulnerable. That's a fucking very ballsy move to make. Yes, it is. And uh, I want to also let you know that being that vulnerable and having that push to be accountable to us, to everybody here is going to be the thing that helps you change your life because it was the same thing that helped me change mine. Mm -hmm. I told him that I fucking struggled with drink addiction in the past and drinking was one of my vices. Guys, for my first fitness competition, Brian said that he was going to take all my money and that if I fucking drank once, he would keep everything. Yes, I did. And I had a $10,000 loan in debt, two credit cards maxed out to $5,000 each. My overdraft was fucking in the negative every single goddamn month. And I still never missed a payment with him. Because I was accountable to my fucking actions and I wanted to change and I was willing to do anything to make it fucking happen. Mm. Because I made the switch, Simone, Aaron, Matt, choose to fucking change my life. You got this, homie. Appreciate you guys. Fuck yeah, big dog. I also just want to let you know, I'm just going to, we're going to, we're here. So I want to make sure that you fucking <laughs> feel seen. I want to let you know that uh, our community is a judgment-free zone. Yes, it is. Ask the people who've had their heads chopped off. A hundred percent. And you fucking come into my community and you judge fucking somebody, you can get fucking cut. Sorry. Sorry, I just want you to understand that this is a judgment for your zone, bro. Like, we got you. That means a lot. All right? All right. Thanks for coming up, bro. You're going to be feeling some emotions over the next fucking 24 hours. Let him be. Let's fucking, I want, you know what? Fuck that. We're not done yet. One sec. I want everyone to unmute themselves in this fucking call and be like, let's fucking go, Aaron. Everybody. Let's fucking go, Aaron. What the fuck? Let's fucking go, Aaron. Let's fucking go, Aaron. Let's fucking go, Aaron.
Yes. Yes. Ah. Got you. Boom. There we go. That's your fucking community. All right. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's the people you're surrounding yourself with. So let's fucking let's be phenomenal together. All right. All right. A fucking Proud boy. Proud of you. Let's fucking go. Guys, that's why the fuck we're here. You guys notice a, a common theme? It's like a lot of people ask that, like, you know, I had somebody asking in the DM today. He's like, why do you think you guys are, you know, why should I purchase your program over other business coaches? I'm like, well, number one, we're the fucking best. So let's just get that out there. But number two, it's like, we understand the importance of your mind. 100%. There's way too many programs out there that just think it's fucking plug and play. There's way too many programs out there that just think it's fucking systematic, systematic, systematic. And like, let's fuck the programs for a minute. There's way too many people out there that think it's just system. Even when we were fitness coaches. Yeah. Fitness coaches, other fitness coaches didn't understand us, didn't understand why we were taking over the game, didn't understand why our business was thriving and when theirs weren't, because we understood it was not just about the food or the workouts or the content. Yes. It's about your fucking mind. Yes. It's so important, guys. Mm. All right. You need to fucking embrace it. You need to lean into it. You need to nurture it. You need to train it just like you would a fucking muscle. Mm. Because if you don't, it's going to work against you. I say this all the fucking time. Your own mind can you be your biggest supporter or your biggest fucking enemy across the board. And it's always like that. Literally always. That's why we tell you guys to meditate. I fucking hate meditation. I learned how to do it because it helped me control my thoughts. Oh. Because your thoughts are always going, no matter what. Fucking every minute of every fucking day, 365 days a year, every fucking year until you're dead. And 90% of the thoughts that you have in your mind right now have overplayed yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. And they'll keep playing every other day. So you need to learn how to control. I have one final question to end this podcast. And then we're going to cut it right at this. All right. Do you want to tell them where to find you before we fucking before I ask the final question? The Wake Up With The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis to sell on IG, TikTok, or YouTube. My question is, are you going to be your own worst enemy or are you going to be your own best friend? Peace.